You are listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast, episode 31. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you have wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. My name is Wayne Denner. I am your host on this journey. If you're just tuning in for the first time, where have you been? Uh, How did you find out of this podcast? Did you stumble across us on iTunes? Did somebody share you a link on social media? It doesn't matter. It is good to have you with us here today. Let me give you a quick rundown on how things work around here. Each episode, we bring you no-nonsense, real, and right-to-the-point podcast banter on business, career, and also life. Um, If you're somebody who's always wanted to start a business, maybe you want to get started in a particular career path, maybe there's something happening that we want to talk about that we feel can help our listeners, you have come to the right place. This is the podcast for you, and we're going to provide you with real practical advice and tips that you can apply to help you succeed on your journey, whatever that may be. As always, if there's something you would like me to cover on the show, I would love to hear from you. You can drop me an email into zero lives left podcast at gmail.com or send me a tweet to at zero lives left. As always, don't forget reviews are really, really important. So if you're enjoying this show, please do stop by iTunes and rate and review this podcast. If you're listening over on Stitcher, please do leave a review there or indeed whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on. Reviews are really important and they do help other people find out about the show. Today we've got another packed episode for you, so you're going to want to grab a pen and a piece of paper. We're talking to Emma Boylan from Outside the Box PR, and she's going to be talking about how businesses can become crystal clear on their marketing messages. So we're going to talk about how you as a business can become crystal clear on your marketing message to reach your ideal customer. So lots of great tips, lots of great takeaways, and let's get right in to episode 31 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Uh, Emma Boylan helps small business owners who struggle with marketing fill their business with ideal clients and find a faster path to making a profit by standing out, not sounding the same as every other business. Emma left her nine-to-five job four years ago to fulfill her dream of starting her own business when she saw that most clients' marketing was all the same and the businesses were really struggling to attract the right clients and have the right message that made them different. She has a passion for creative content and a background in psychology and has helped thousands of businesses get crystal clear on their message so that they stand out, get noticed, and fill their business with clients in record 
time. Emma, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. It's, I really, really appreciate it. You're the owner of Outside the Box, a professional service company um, specializes and has disciplines in psychology and marketing, filling that sort of void in customer buying behavior, sales sectors. So can you tell our listeners a little bit more about your business and actually how you got started? Yes. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you for having me, first of all. I actually, when I was 18, I read a book on the psychology of shopping. So it was talking about things like why they put the milk and the bread at the back of the store, why they put items at eye level, why they put the sweets at the front. It's all designed by a psychologist, really. And that really, really interested me. So I did my degree in psychology and I kind of dabbled in counseling and that type of thing. But I always knew there was a pull of marketing and advertising and that type of thing. So I um, went and found myself in Australia for a year and, you know, went to the Gaiety School of Acting for a while because I had a quarter life crisis. But eventually I always wanted to come back and I did an internship with my Chamber of Commerce here in Donegal. And I at nighttime, I studied my PR and marketing and I was working with a lot of businesses there and I could see that they were kind of afraid to think outside the box and afraid to do things differently. And really, they were kind of doing marketing based on what their competitors were doing or, you know, what they just thought they were going to throw something out. And they weren't really thinking about how to influence people and how their clients think and feel. And I wanted to work with people who wanted to do crazy marketing that actually attracted people and it was different and stood out. I remember one Friday, I was kind of cleaning my coffee cup and thinking like, what am I going to do? How am I going to, you know, work with those type of people? And I just said, I got on the phone, got two clients and I left that job on a Friday and started my outside the box on a Monday and that was me. So it's been a roller coaster and I work with lots of amazing, crazy people and I love it. Talked about there the whole aspect of how to influence people, which is really, really important in business. And if we think about social media today, it's a really, really powerful tool for influencing and reaching out to your customers and and all that sort of stuff. But there's a lot of noise on social media and it's sometimes Mm -hmm. very, very difficult to get businesses to sort of be able to reach the ideal customer that they're looking for. So you talk about, you know, businesses getting crystal clear on their message. Um, Why do you feel this is so important? And actually, you know, with social media and and the platforms that we have today, is it getting more difficult for businesses to be crystal clear on their messaging? Well, it's really important because exactly as you say, there's so much noise there. So you have, we have an attention span of like shorter than a goldfish. So if you think about Snapchat, we can't wait 10 seconds to watch a video. We have to flick forward. You know, anytime you go on to watch a video on YouTube, you check how long. I guarantee you check how long it is, how many minutes of my life I'm going to have to give up for this. So if you don't get someone with your content in the first three seconds, they're gone. They're gone to something different. If they're on your website and it takes them more than three clicks to get where you want them to be or to buy your service or to contact you, they're gone to someone else. So if you're not crystal clear, you have lost them. So businesses need to be thinking about that message then and making sure that it's concise and and, and really making sure that it helps them cut through that noise and really Mm -hmm. reach that customer. For sure. And like, it's not, it's not something you can come up with overnight either. It takes a while to figure out what is your key messaging? What is your client? What do they want to hear? Um, And it's try and test. And that's the beauty of social media. It's not going to cost you like um, to put an ad in the paper, you know, and don't get me wrong. It's still, good but try and test on social media put a few posts out see what reaction you get what is working for you continue what isn't stop I think that's really really important I think the whole aspect of try and test is is a great analogy of it really Mm -hmm. just sort of trying to see what sort of content resonates with people what works what doesn't work and then really trying to refine that and it's really what you're talking about there it's trying to get down and get really really sort of kind of crystal clear on the message of 
you know, what it is your business does, the kind of services that they provide, and also then that that message then is resonating with them and it's really, really making them to, you know, want to get in touch with you to find out more. And like I'm working with a client at the minute and we um, did a, a video campaign and he got like loads of responses. Within 48 hours, he had sold like 600 euro worth of appointments. And he said, so I said, were the people that your ideal clients? And he was like, well, some were, and mainly they weren't. And I said, right, well, we just need to redefine the message again and do a different video and like, you know, target it to different people. And why did, why did the message in there attract this type of person? Let's change it up, you know? Yeah, I think targeting is really, really important. And I think many people kind of miss that on social media, particularly. Mm -hmm. They're kind of maybe trying to target too wide of an audience and they may really need to sort of like zoom it right in and go, right, okay, who is the customers that you're trying to reach? And I think a lot of this boils back to as well is trying to understand who your customer is. And, and this is something that I realized a long time ago. Like I'm not in the business of trying to reach everybody but there are a certain population of people or a certain demographic of people that I really want to reach with my messages. And then I put my effort into ensuring that the content that I'm creating is relevant to them, is interesting to them, is informative to them, and that they find educational. And that's really, really what I've been thinking about doing. And that sort of helps me sort of define where I'm going. The big problem mm -hmm. is a lot of small businesses are guilty of this. They're trying to be all things to all men and trying to do absolutely everything like just to just to win business just to turn profit or not in some cases not even turn any profit but just to try and stay in business and i think they run the risk that they're not actually being crystal clear on their message and as a result of that they potentially could go out of business because really nobody knows what they're doing so i think what you've mm -hmm. said there is really really important about the try and test but also being targeted for sure. And I, I see it like I go to a lot of networking meetings and I see people standing up and saying, oh, anyone who lives in this area and does this, you know, and they, they're and they're all oh, we can do anything for them. I was listening to someone yesterday actually said he'll do everything from clean your windows to fix your car to, you know, and you're not really an expert in any one area. You know, if you're a jack of all trades, first of all, second of all, it's hard to refer business to him. It's hard to even know what really he does. And only if you need that service at that time, are you going to use him? Whereas if you know he's the best window washer in town, that's where he'll get the business. And actually, it's much easier to market that. Mm -hmm. You know exactly where your clients are. You know exactly what you need to do. It's much easier to run a business that way as well. You know, when you're trying to do everything, like you say, it mightn't even be turning a profit. Whereas if you have one product and the more you do it, the better you get at it as well. And I think it's it's just a fear factor of trying to do everything and be everything to everyone. And I think I would have, I definitely would have done that at the start. And I would be saying, yeah, I'll do your marketing. Do you want me to mop the floor while I'm here? You know, let's bend over backwards for these clients. Whereas actually now that I'm defined what I do and defined what I not, I don't do, people respect me more and I am actually happier in what I'm doing as well. And I get to work with people who want me to do what I'm best at. Like, that's amazing. I think that's really, really important. I think it's um, actually knowing what you don't want to do uh, as well and being able to turn around and say no. I remember hear, hearing a great sort of term at one point um, about a lot of people have the yes virus where mm -hmm. they just say yes to absolutely everything and they don't know when to say no. And I was sort of, I had that virus for many of years and I used to just say the yes to absolutely everything just in order to be to be doing stuff, to be busy mm -hmm. rather than just kind of sitting around, kind of, you know, not sure what's going to happen. But really taking that step back and zooming right out and going, you know what, that's not kind of the stuff that I want to do. And, you know, really, 
I'm actually not helping myself, but also not helping that business as a result of saying, yeah, I'll take that on or, or, or whatever. For sure. Now, in terms of the, you know, crystal clear on the message, what would be sort of three tips that, that you would kind of sort of suggest that businesses sort of think about or deploy when it comes to improving their chances of getting crystal clear on their message? I mean, where do they need to start? I mean, what's the first thing? Okay, well, it actually leads on from what we were just speaking about. What is it that you deliver? And I'm not talking about like, okay, I'll do a strategy session for you. I'll teach you how to use Facebook. I'll do email marketing. What I deliver is more clients. What I deliver is making you more money. You know, so focusing on the benefits of what you deliver rather than the features. You know, I have a, in my talks, I have a slide that says people don't want a quarter inch drill. They want a quarter inch hole in the wall. They don't care about the actual product or how you deliver. They want to know what, what's in it for them. And that's when you reach that crystal clear beauty magic that you deliver. When you start saying that to people, their eyes light up. You know, have you ever went to a networking event and someone told you what they do and your eyes are like glazing over? You're, you don't even know what they do. It's so boring. Whereas if you go to a networking event and I say to you, I'll help you get more clients. I'll help you make more money. People go, how do you do that? Tell me more. Um, so it's not what you sell. It's what you sell makes possible for the client. First of all, getting clear on that. Second of all, talking to your clients. So have a conversation or even just your ideal clients. Go, you know, you have social media. You have a world of people. Put in a Facebook group. Uh, what's your biggest struggle in business? You know, or if you're washing windows, what annoys you most about your window washer? You know, depending on your, your, what you're doing. Go do some market research with your ideal client. Come up with content around that. And the third tip I would say is what I do if I'm stuck for, I don't know what to say in this next Facebook post. I don't know what to do in my video. I make a list of my client, my ideal clients, 10 biggest problems. And then I talk about how I can solve those problems. And that's what I do my content around. And I get really crystal clear on that. But the biggest thing I would say is get crystal clear on what you deliver for people that's the most important thing yeah i think it's very very important i think it's a good thing um i mean i've been to many of a networking event all over the place and again just like you say when you go along people get up and they talk about what it is they do and you kind of you're kind of sitting there and you can see that a lot of businesses are just maybe just started off they're just new maybe they've just left that full-time job and they're out into the world of 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 starting their own business becoming that entrepreneur becoming self-sufficient they're standing up there and they're talking about what it is they do and it's very very difficult to understand what exactly they do and as you say you know you really really need to focus in on that and really hone in on that and really find that response because people as you say just want to know what's in it for them you know what how can you help them what problems can you solve you know businesses need to be thinking about that because that will help them Mm -hmm. cut through the noise and you have three seconds even if i'm standing in front of you you know my attention span is short because i have so much noise and have so much other things coming at me so if you're boring me and i have a room for all other people to speak to like i'm gone and it's it's so frustrating sometimes when i'm in a room like that i'm like i can help you just let me talk to me you know people have to be have to be ready and have to uh understand it as well that you know because i think old you know you could be just starting but also a lot of older school businesses don't get it and are so immersed in the business that you know I don't care how you're going to do my taxes I just want to know I'm going to pay less at the end you know so they're so immersed in what they do they forget I'm trying to market I'm trying to sell here yeah and do you think that uh, the, 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 the era that we live in now in relation to social media and this instant communication do you think that you know some businesses you know are really still struggling really to understand how to use these platforms in 2018 maybe and again I think maybe a lot of it is is connected back to what you're saying that they're not just crystal clear in their message. It would probably become a lot easier if 
they understood what it was they were trying to do. And I think they're just overwhelmed and they use it they use it like it's a, a newspaper where you put ads in and that's not it. It's a way to engage with your customer on a completely different level. Like they people do business with people they know, like and trust. And people engage with people online who they know, like and trust. You need to get that know, like and trust with your followers. You need to create a tribe of people that are waiting for your next Facebook post. They're saying, oh, I wonder what they're going to put up next. Or God, they're so funny. I can tell exactly their personality through their online presence. It's a complete, it's a completely different way, which is can be very scary to a lot of businesses. So they kind of just throw a fluffy cat up there to get a bit of likes. And they think, okay, and I call procrastination marketing. Let's just throw something up quick because we haven't done anything in a while. Instead of actually thinking, okay, I'm going to do one post this week and it's going to be really engaging and it's going to get us clients or it's going to get us brand awareness. And again, and it's been about being crystal clear on what that post is and what the mm-hmm. messaging is in that post and actually spending, I suppose, a little bit of time and, and not just rushing it out the door and, and not sticking a picture up of that fluffy cat mm-hmm. just to get some likes. And I think, yeah, from that point of view, people really need to be sitting and thinking and strategizing and putting a plan in place before they before they push out of it. Because ultimately, a lot of people, you know, and at least it was the case when I was doing a lot more in relation to digital marketing, social media, digital marketing, the internet is the silver bullet. It's going to save your business. Really, it doesn't unless you're prepared to invest that time, become crystal clear in your message, and really, really, really start to target the people that you want to reach as opposed to trying to reach everything through social media. And also yeah. just, I was talking to somebody just the other day who was basically annoyed and upset that they hadn't got it more than 10 likes on that particular Facebook post that they put up. And I kind of talked to them for a while and I said, do you know what, that's actually a success because that could be 10 of the right people that have actually liked your thing. Stop worrying about the 150,000 likes or the 500 likes. Those could mm-hmm. be 10 likes for people who, guess what, are actually probably going to buy your product over the next couple of days. They're the right people. They're engaging with it. That shows you that it's maybe starting to work. Let's do more of that. So again, mm-hmm. people can get overwhelmed when they look at other big businesses and big brands who've got lots of likes and lots of engagement it takes time to build but you have to understand your message and you have to be crystal clear on that that leads really really nicely on to the next question in relation to the burnout rate in business i'm sure you've been there i've been there um, i've toyed with the idea many of the time returning to full-time employment and saying look i'm done with this i just want to go and get a job i want the money to come into my bank account every month this is too hard um you know and i understand that for many small businesses indeed small businesses who are listening to this podcast right now today are probably in that situation where they're feeling, I am really, really struggling. I didn't think this was going to be as hard as it was going to be. Should I just quit and return to full-time employment? I can't seem to make this profitable or sustainable. You're somebody who's been in business now for a couple of years and you've kind of probably weathered that storm. You've come out the other end. What kind of advice would you give for people experiencing those types of issues yeah so definitely you know there is days when you've worked 18 hours and you're like oh my god like you know and you know yesterday I got up at six o'clock I think I was home at 11 you know that's life but if you well first of all you really need to love it to do something like that you really need to totally passionate about what you're doing and there is days you'll question it if there's more more days you're questioning than than not then maybe you need to look at what you're doing and maybe just change it you have to live like this for a couple of years and there's a really good saying what is it live now like others won't so you can live later like others can't you know that's entrepreneurship you just have to go through it to grow through it and to be different and I'm saying now 
an email this week about I'm actually five years in business now in February and um, about the the five biggest lessons I've learned and they've all come from times like that failure failure times times I'm thinking I just want to give up oh my god you have to pick up a book that motivates you listen to a podcast listen to something get help I mean I have a coach that I go to and she has to listen to me when I'm going on like that figure out what's working hone in on that stop doing the crap that isn't working just pull yourself up and get through and realize the why behind what you're doing do you want a fancy house in america do you want something for your kids you know remember why you're going getting up at six to go to that networking event remember why you're maybe not eating this week because you had to go to that networking event it does get better yeah it definitely does and i think anybody who's listening into the podcast and is experiencing that i mean i think those are some really really great tips get help get a coach get a mentor um you know go and i, I used to meet when I, in my very very early days of business i used to i had surrounded myself with three or four people who were in the same boat as me mm-hmm. and we used to meet in this coffee shop once a month and we all just literally used to sit and just vent about the frustrations the challenges all of that kind of stuff and it worked out really really well and you know what all of those other people now are all away off to different parts of the world in fact one of them is in australia at the moment running a really really successful business and it really really helped so surround yourself with like-minded people and i heard a great quote one time that i always talk to people about it takes 10 years to become an overnight success mm-hmm. so it's not going to happen in two weeks three months one year you're going to have to work at it and you're going to have to graft so i think those are really 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 good tips you have a great quote on your linkedin and it's kind of very very much tied into this as well you can never cross the ocean until you have the courage to lose sight of the shore and great christopher columbus uh, mm-hmm. quote uh why do you like that so much um, i actually have it up in my office and it, it is tied in because in order to do something great you have to get out of your comfort zone and you can't have a plan B. You can't look back and say, well, I can always go back to that job or I can always go back to whatever. You have to go at it. You have to burn the boats and say, right, I need to either sink or swim here. And I think if you have that kind of motivation, you're more than likely going to succeed because you have no other choice. Like a lot of people would say things to me like, oh, you were up at six o'clock. Like, what did you do that for? And I'm like, I have no choice. This is my business. You know, it's not like I could say, well, I might sleep on because I have a, a million in the bank just to go back to. It doesn't really matter. You know, I wanted to work even if I had a million in the bank because I want to be successful. So in order for me to do that, I can't have a plan B. I have to let go of all my fears of it not working and just go out into the ocean and make it work. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to take that chance and you have to believe mm-hmm. in yourself and, and, and all of that sort of stuff and I think that you know outside of your comfort zone is is, is is really really important the problem with all of this I suppose is that there's kind of you know no matter what you do in business particularly if you're creating videos and you're pushing it out and I mean there's there's always someone who's just around the corner who's going to criticize what you do and I mean um, the, the haters are always going to hate I can't remember what song that was in recently but Taylor Swift that's the one yeah, <laughs> Taylor take Swift. Them off. yeah. <laughs> they're always going to hate right you recently did a short video on your LinkedIn page uh, the number one way to never be criticised and I think this is important for everyone not just business owners can you share with our listeners your number one way to avoid type of criticism so the, the question is kind of a title is kind of a trick title because the answer is never do anything of noteworthiness unless 
you are lying in your bed wrapped up in a blanket and doing nothing that's the only way not to be criticized because if you're putting yourself out there if you're living your dream and doing something you want to do something different there's always going to be people who try to drag you down and actually kind of and I, I don't like saying this as, as much but it's a bit of an Irish thing you know Bono there's a story about Bono and he said like oh, well if you love Ireland so much why don't you live there and he said if I had a house on top of that hill a big house Irish person would say how did he get up there who did he, who did he screw over to get up there in America if you had a house on top of the hill an American would look up and say someday I'm going to live in a house like that you know but uh, there's people in America criticise as well but what I'm saying is you're always going to be criticised it's not about that it's how you deal with it someone else's opinion is none of your business and I literally said that to someone today someone's given out about something he's doing one of my clients you can either take it and let it have power over you or you take it and think well that's their problem some and this comes from psychology as well so anything anyone ever says is usually more of a reflection of themselves than it is about you so if someone is telling you when I do my videos I actually got an email from someone who said you touch your hair too much you know here's how you should do them and I just had to laugh that this person took the time out to send me this email and think you know I said thanks so much like for letting me know that but this is who I am I'm going to touch my hair this is what I do but I could have said oh god oh my god I'm doing this all wrong and let that overtake me whereas I'm like that's his opinion that's fine shake it off as Taylor would say I haven't noticed you touching your hair at all <laughs> what are they talking about honestly um, it's really really important and I think um, my mum uh, used to use a, not used to um, still does use a, a great saying from time to time the best hurlers are always in the ditch and I mm-hmm. think that's an old Irish saying and you know again it's related to you're always going to get somebody who's going to criticise you and as you say unless you wrap yourself up in that little blanket and you stay in your bedroom and you never come out of your bedroom and you don't do any videos you don't overcome those sort of obstacles then you know maybe you're not going to be criticised but when you put yourself out there you, you you do get criticised and you do have to accept that I suppose and like are you going to I think I said it in that video are you going to be on your deathbed and think someone says to you oh like you know what what would you regret about your life you're going to say well I'm really glad I didn't start that business because Joe down the road would have said something about it you know no you're going to be like why why didn't I just let them all go and do what I actually wanted to do? And I think you're right. Sometimes it can be an Irish thing. Um, <laughs> I would uh, typically tend to agree with that from time to time. We're not very good at encouraging each other. We're always looking kind of to pick faults and kind of going, oh yeah, look at your man and look at whatever. You know, and again, mm-hmm. this is some stuff that, that I had to overcome even in the kind of early days of doing videos. And, and even it can, that in itself can be very, very off-putting for people, particularly when you put up videos on YouTube and something like that. And you can get some really, really, you know, people coming in there saying some pretty nasty things about sort of stuff now not that i had any of that going on but i remember viewing other people's videos and seeing some of the comments and going i thought that was really really good and that's really really harsh to be saying that about that person they're putting themselves out there but i suppose that's the world that we live in and that's the world of the internet and you have to learn to take it on the chin as the man says and uh, rise above yeah i think like one time someone left a comment on my page and i went onto his profile i found out where he worked i got his mobile number and called him up and asked him what he meant by that and he absolutely like crapped himself was like oh my god like oh I I didn't mean it in that way you know and I was like you know that's my business page you took the time out on a Saturday night to comment something ridiculous so I just wanted to you know find out why like what 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 is it that made you say that and he was like oh no he went on and changed it so people are like great behind a keyboard so just let that be a warning to any of those listeners (laughs) want to say something cheeky I'm going to find out where you are but like if you have something to say I've no problem taking criticism like 
say it to my face, ring me up, you know, let's have a conversation about it. But if you're just going on there to feed your own crap and negativity, no. We're a very positive community here at the Zero Lives Left podcast. So you'll definitely get lots of positive comments. (laughs) We're all about helping each other. And that's what it's all about. But I think that's a great uh, example of, you know, how to deal with that kind of thing. And again, it moves into an online reputation kind of thing. It's also easy for um, business owners like yourself, like myself, um, other small businesses who are listening into this podcast today to get caught up in trying to make the business a success, right? Really, really focusing on trying to build the business, trying to make money um, and really forgetting about themselves. Now, this is something that is, you know, that I have been guilty of in the past where my health has taken um, a bit of a kicking. You know, my relationships have taken a bit of a kicking. Other things in your personal life have have, have had a hit as a result of you trying to build that business. Um, why is me time so important? And I think you talked about this in one of your, one of your posts over on LinkedIn at one point. What, what, what do you feel is, is really, really important about that? Well, I always compare it to, you know, when you get on the airplane and they say, if your oxygen mask falls, put on your own one before you put on anyone else's. Because if you don't look after you, you can't actually look after anyone else. If I'm not at my full peak of health and mental health and ready to go, I can't coach my clients to be the best they can be if I'm not doing the best for me. You have to be in the middle of your circle, you know. And like you say, if your relationships are taking a, a toll, you're going to bring that then into your work and you're not going to be a happy, full, rounded person. If your health is taking a hit again, you couldn't be on the calls, you couldn't be going to the networking events, you can't build a business unless you are one whole yourself. I think so, yeah. And I think it's 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 particularly challenging at the early stages of businesses. I mean it's got a lot better for me over the past sort of four to five years where I where I go to the gym now and I, I'm involved in fitness and lots of other things and I take time out. But in the very, very early days of setting up the business it was extremely difficult because you're working all those crazy hours and you're maybe not getting the right sleep and you're not, you know, eating right and all mm-hmm. of this sort of stuff. And over time, it can build up and it can put you in a really, really difficult situation. So I think you're right. That analogy of the airplane is a great one. You know, if the oxygen masks come down, that's what they say. Please mm-hmm. attend to yourself before you start to attend to other people. And I think that's really, really important. So just before we wrap up, um, can you tell me really what the rest of 2018 is going to be looking like for Think Outside the Box, Emma Boylan? What's happening next? You know, where, where are you going? What, what, what? You mentioned some things to me off air before we came on. Can we can we talk a little bit about those? For sure. So obviously, world domination is the next <laughs> next step. I am doing talks all over Ireland, so Dublin, all over really. And if you check out my Facebook page, if you ever anybody wants to come and listen, like no problem. Um, also, I'm starting a new uh, online program in May June time. And just before that, I'm going to be doing a one-day event where we really drill down in that one day. What's holding you back in your business? How can you get crystal clear in what you do? How can you stand out from everyone? Competitors don't matter if you stand out, if you figure out what makes you amazing, unique, different, and then using that online. And then I'll support you over the next, uh, it's a six-month program to really make that uh, a success in your business. So I'm really, really, really excited about that program. Um, and that's what I'm focusing on. And really just working on, with my private clients as well. So getting them to where they need to be. And that's it, really. Sounds really exciting. So where can people find out more information about the, the programs that you're mentioning, any of the events coming up? You touched on the Facebook page there. What's the website address? You're on Twitter, obviously. You're on LinkedIn. Let's yep. give people the information in order to get them to connect with you on those social media accounts. And also 
also come across and have a look at your website. A lot of good content over there. Yeah. So my website is called smartpr.ie. I'm actually getting a new one in the next couple of months. It's going to be a subscription website. And uh, But if you go to smartpr.ie, you'll get me there. If you Google Emma Boylan outside the box, you'll see my videos. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, as you say, outside the box Twitter. I have Emma Boylan PR Twitter. If you just go on to Facebook and my profile is outside the box Ireland, you know, you can add me on Facebook. You can add me on LinkedIn. I'm an open book. Exactly. No, that's always good. It's always good for people to know that they can reach out to any of the guests on the podcast if they've got a question or even if there's any synergies that you for might sure. be able to help them with or they're listening to something here in this episode and they go, you know what? I think Emma could really, really help my business. And it's always good to get that contact information out to people. But what I do want to say is I really want to thank you, Emma, for coming on the show today. It's been great chatting with you. Um, lots of good sort of really, really valuable nuggets of information there that people can take away. And what I'd like to do is over the next couple of months, let's get you back on and let's talk about something else maybe that you're up let's talk about these new programs that you're bringing out let's hear a little bit more of them and let's even maybe drill down into some other stuff in relation to the psychology end of what it is you do because i think that's so fascinating and i think the way you're positioning it in the market is really really something that businesses should be picking up on so once again thanks for taking time out to join me on the on the show today emma brilliant thank you for having me all right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Emma Boylan from Outside the Box PR. Lots of great takeaways that you can take away from this episode and you can implement to your business right off the bat. Let's not forget we live in a very, very noisy environment if we're trying to market our business, our brand, our products, or indeed our services. We have to cut through the noise to reach our customer. So we have to be thinking about being crystal clear on our message. Remember, people buy from people. Use social media. Use your content to build relationships and also build trust. So people buy from people and people they know and also people they like. So take these messages on board, start to implement them and start to really focus in on what it is your business does, the types of services you provide or indeed the products that you provide and then craft that message so that you're being crystal clear when your ideal customer sees it. So lots of great tips today on episode 31 of the podcast. I want to thank Emma Boylan for giving up her time to come on and chat with me today. Don't forget if there's something you would like me to cover on the show, I would love to hear from you. Please drop me an email into zero lives left podcast at the gmail. Dot com. Uh, you can tweet me over at Zero Lives Left. As always, if you are enjoying this podcast, please do rate and review the podcast. Really, really important if you can do that for us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or indeed whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on. It will help other people find it. Don't forget to share it with your friends. We want to reach as many people as possible and get this great information out to businesses individuals just like you that are listening in to the episode so i want to thank you once again for stopping by i'm going to be coming back very soon with episode 31 the zero lives left podcast thanks for listening to the zero lives left podcast with wayne denner make sure to check out wayne's new book the student's guide to an epic online reputation available from wayne and follow him on twitter at wayne denner tune in next time